Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Welcome back to the show. BOL Sportscast, we're back and better. What's going on, guys? Yo, what's up, bro? It's been a minute. And what? It's been like two weeks, man. You know, uh, a lot of stuff been coming up. You know, we just came back from our, uh, our vacation, me and my wife's anniversary. You know, we went to Panama Beach, Florida. Had a good time. I'm going on yeah. a vacation. <laughs> Hey man, sometimes you gotta take a break from work. When you work, when you have multiple jobs, multiple things going on. CEO. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, CEOs need breaks. You know what I'm saying? What job been up to? Working, man. Oh, Tyler, you said working, but you was in Atlanta this past weekend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it seemed like another CEO taking a vacation. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Hey, y'all, and Gatwood, you just came back from your best baseball tournament in, uh, where was it? Illinois? I, what was it? It was uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. You know, all y'all been on, been away. Yeah, so it was kind of a good time, and then we were all away at the same time, I guess. Yeah, you know. Yeah, VOF Global. Stop <laughs> we traveling, you know what I'm saying? We traveling these days. All right, so let's get into it. You know, we missed a couple of things these last few weeks. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers' ordeal. Uh, now Julio Jones, you know, he came out on um, Undisputed. Uh, talking to Shannon Sharp, man, he said, you know, he's gone. He's out of here. You know, that blew up, and everybody was talking about that and how it made Julio look kind of, uh, you know, unprofessional. And Did he ever uh, say why? I, he, I don't know why. I think, to me, I feel like he he was just ready to get, out of, get everything out in the open. You know, the Falcons was already saying that they'll – open to trade Julio and uh, Matt Ryan and all these type of things. And I just, Julio was just like, yeah, like, let's go put it out there if we're going to talk about it behind closed doors. I feel that. And it was a, a publicity stunt, in my opinion, too. I don't, I don't know. Would, would y'all call it unprofessional what he did? No, undisputed? Un- <laughs> A lot of people saying he didn't know he was on. I like bull crap. Stay yeah, back. I don't, 
Oh, I wouldn't say it was unprofessional. I wouldn't go there for. I mean, like, I'd say, like, if I was, like, a Falcons fan, like, I'd rather hear it straight from his mouth. Yeah, so wondering, like, is it is it, is it really going to happen? You no, know, when or is he going to stay? Is he going to be gone? Uh, do I buy my football tickets this year? <laughs> you know, uh, do I do I go see the Falcons play or not? Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, owners do this all the time. GMs do this all the time. You know, who cares if he's in if it's in house or if it's out in public? You know, he's gonna be gone either way. That's my opinion. I think people just you know nitpicking about stuff. Um. <laughs> To, you know, talking about Julio and leaving. Uh, what what team would be? What team would actually trade for him? Like a like, not no fancy or nothing like that. But what real team have a shot at him? Titans. Yeah, Thank Titans. You. you know they they did lose Corey Davis. AJ Brown's been uh. He's been vouching hard to get Julio. Very yeah, hard. I've seen, I seen that. I've seen that. But my thing is, that's that Julio going to the Titans, how much better does it make them? That's pretty. That's a pretty nasty offense. They have AJ, Julio, and Derrick Henry. I feel like, yeah, I think it helped out huge. But Tannehill is just not known for his passing. And, they and their defense, team first. They, lost, they lost some key guys on defense, too. They did. They, they're a run team first. The only way I see it helping out the Titans, they won't be able to stack the box as much because now they got Julio and A.J. Brown, and now Dwayne Walker is back. So they got a great passing attack if they did get Julio. So you won't be able to stack the box as much. And that's why I see it helping. But Tannehill just not known for his passing. And now you got to cut down, you know, you, he throwing, let's say he's throwing about 30 times a game. You know, how many times who they were going to actually see or A.J. Brown going to see? Not that many. You said they throw 30 times a game? Yeah, they throw about 30. Then he don't That's, throw a lot. What's a lot, though? Mm, most 40. teams, yeah, most teams throw about 40. Plus. <laughs> really? Yeah. Most teams these days throw about 40 times plus. It's a passing league now, man. Yeah, passing league. I, I, I'm, but, being, I'm just giving yeah. Tannehill a little bit of credit. I don't even know he throw the ball 30 times, to be honest. I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, because 30 sounds like pretty standard to me. I was <laughs> he probably didn't throw the like, ball that many times. He might throw about 25. Yeah, it just all yeah. depends on the game plan for the Titans, to be honest. And uh, but you, you know Derrick Henry getting 20-plus out the gate. Yeah, he getting 20-plus carries out the gate. No questions asked. So most teams won't be balanced. They won't run the ball about 20-plus times, and they won't throw it about 20, 30-plus times. So that's kind of balanced right there. Um, but Julio, he, just, he does make the offense better. I just don't see them being Bills, Chiefs. Even they do have Julio, Ravens. I don't see them. I think the Ravens uh, are still better if they if Titans get Julio. Them and the Bills will be a nice. That's going to be a nice playoff game. 
Whatever it comfortably. is, it is. I thought about um, I thought about Oakland. Oakland's need receiver bad. They need receivers. Their best receiver, Nelson Aguilar. When he's your best receiver, leads man, you know your passing game sucks. Like it's bad. <laughs> now nah, it don't suck. It sucks. Like it's bad. So I just looked. I looked it up. It said that uh, Tannehill. Last year, he averaged, like, his average was 18 for 26. <laughs> he didn't get 30. That was what I'm saying. Like, Tannehill just not throwing quarterback like that. They run the ball a lot. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he can give it to him, but, yeah, I don't know. If I'm Julio, Julio's talking about, he wants to go to contender. Mm-hmm. So, Ravens. If I Julio, I'll try to go to the Ravens. I like that. That'd be kind of nasty, yeah. Yeah, if he want to go for a contender, we won't have to worry about Lamar Jackson accuracy. If he just throw it in Julio vicinity, Julio catching it. That's what I was going to say. Can they get the ball to him, though? Yeah, right. He, he won't have to be accurate. If you just throw in Julio's way, Julio going to make you look good. Because Julio ain't like this. It's not like he's like the deeper than he used to be. They're like, mm-hmm. uh, they just got to give him the ball in space. And they'll open yeah, up see. more for Marquise Brown. Yeah, yeah. And and Andrews, remember they they still have Andrews. I mean that's that's a that's a crazy looking offense, man. And they already got a running game, man. Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. should be the full time starter next year. Good, but I, guess what, guy? We ain't touching him in fancy. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to take a chance. Well, unless it's late. Somebody going to take a chance uh, on him. Like, I did a mock draft yesterday. No lie, the the one through ten rounds, all of them took running backs. i never seen that happen. Dang. I don't know. So I had the four pick. I got Kamara. Then the second round, like, why not? <laughs> so I took Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Cause everybody took running backs. Patrick Mahomes usually leaving late like, first round. So I was like, why not? I don't take Patrick Mahomes. But oh uh, yeah, back yeah. to Julio. Um, yeah, I think the Ravens should make a play. They tried to this Brian experiment and didn't work out. Um, he just need help. You know, if they really want, if they really want uh, Lamar Jackson to succeed in that type of offense, then uh, they need to get him a, a true number one. Hollywood Brown's not a true number one, in my opinion. He's a slot. To me, he's a slot guy. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. No. I think who else would be good? Who? Who else would be good for him to go to? You said who else? Yeah, like who else you think? You think maybe like the. Mm. I don't know, there's not really that many options. There's yeah. not. Like, he said he won't play for contender. The Cardinals are fully stacked. That's not going to happen. That's just not going to. They're going to have to give up a lot. I'm sorry. If I'm the Falcons, you're going to have to give me a. Uh... Bruh. They got to give me. They got to give me a defensive uh, players, to be honest. They got to give me Buda Baker. Bruh. Or, uh, that's two Buda top Baker three receivers. One team, bro. I know that's not even gonna work. Cali- Julio D Hop. What about 49ers? They're gonna have to give up a lot, too. I feel like the 49ers don't even need Julio. 
They got Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and they got George Kittle. Like, they were doing good without Julio. What about the Bears? I think the Bears are still a little bit far off. Now, yeah, the, yeah, him and Allen, well, they do got Allen Robinson, but, yeah, they will fit him and Julio. He's so underrated. A lot of people saying New England. I just don't see that. I feel like, like you said, the Ravens would be the best fit for him, probably, like, if he wants to go to contender. Yeah, if he really want to go to a contender, I, I'll put my hat on the Ravens. I don't, I'm not believing that 49ers hype. I'm not believing that. So that's the Ravens over the I if if I had if I had set my hat on three teams, it would probably be the Ravens, Titans, maybe, just maybe, uh, like you said, the Bears, maybe. I feel like uh, they still they still missing something. Yeah, I don't know why the Cardinals would even. Thank, I mean, they already got they just got AJ Green too. They had to give us some defensive players because that was the uh, the, the uh, Falcons really want our defensive uh, players. And you know what? Uh, I might have a dark horse here. The Colts. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can see that. The Colts was in that game with the Bills. I feel like if the Colts had a little bit more offensive firepower, they would have won that game. Yeah. They got a good defense, and it's just I don't know how Julio feels about Carson Wentz. I think Julio upgrades Carson Wentz immediately. Now, look, now you have Pascal, Hilton, Pittman, and Julio. And they still got T.Y. Yeah, that's why I said Hilton. Oh yeah, yeah. That that now nah, that that now nah, that'll be a cold team, for real. Like imagine like putting Julio on that team. That upgrades them all Mac. That means they can score with anybody. They got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Uh, Hines. I mean that that just that's a potent. Offense right there, so you put Julio on that team. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. We're going, man. This has been a crazy year in the NFL. And Rodgers still yeah. pouting and Tom Brady not making it better. Did y'all see that Tom Brady mean? No, what do you say? He posted something on uh, his uh, Instagram page and had like uh, this guy in the background. He was doing something. Oh, it was uh, Phil Mickelson. In the PGA Tour, uh, the guy behind, no, I think it was Phil Mickelson. He was, like, celebrating or something like that. And there was another golfer in front of him at the podium, and he had his head down. And above Phil Mickelson, it said, uh, when the when the uh, Green Bay Packers kick a field goal. And then on the other <laughs> guy had it on top of the hill, it said, when Aaron Rodgers know you need seven points to score a touchdown, you need, you need a touchdown or something like that. I, it was so funny, man. <laughs> I might have to share it to the group, but it was it was basically just it was basically when the Green Bay went for it, went for the field goal when they needed the touchdown, played the fourth yeah. quarter versus the Bucks. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was so. the dumbest decision I've ever seen, man. I know it was fourth and like five. I'm going for the touchdown. If we don't get it, that means Tampa got marched all the way downfield. I know my defense been sucking the whole year. I mean the whole game. But hey, man, damn, that's, this dude died. You can't get a ball back down. You can't. You gotta go for that touchdown. You can't go for a field goal. I don't know what they think. I don't know what they think they playing Madden or what, but you how you gotta score again. All right, so you kick the field goal. Now you're only down four points, right? You're gonna have to score a touchdown either way. <laughs> somebody somebody couldn't do math on that team. Somebody couldn't do a simple a simple math problem. I would love to know what they was thinking, bro. Like somebody gotta explain that. No, I get what you went on my house when we were watching the game. No, like, no. we watched the Bills. Yeah, we watched the we Bills. Watched- Man, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like, don't tell me they're kicking a field goal. I like, it's literally fourth and like nine or something like that. But what made what what made the the uh the the play earlier from that? What made uh-huh. the coach go for that field goal? To, Decision when Aaron Rodgers threw the double coverage to Devontae Adams when he could have ran, like he either scored or he would been it would been fourth and three at the three yard line he would got tackled three yard line, but he forced a pass in the double coverage to Devontae Adams. So it, technically, it's his fault. He should have chose a better decision. And so nah, you can't. Went, huh? That's Aaron Rodgers. You got you got to live. You got to live by it or die by it. <laughs> No, nah, he should have came up with a better decision. He should have took that, took that ball, ran, and tried to get that touchdown or try to get closer to the end zone. I mean, my goodness. I was like, when he threw that pass, like, dude, Devontae Adams is double covered. Like, why you did not tuck it? You like, it was green grass. It was green lane. And I'm pretty sure the corner probably would have caught him. But like I said, it would have been fourth and three. So, yeah. anyway. That's the league MVP, though, man. You got to take a chance. Right. Yeah, and he only got one Super Bowl, too. (laughs) 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 I mean, if Aaron Rodgers retires with one ring, I'd say you can't put him above Breeze. Breeze got a stand. Well, you know, some people put above Breeze because he got the MVP trophy. Drew Breeze never won MVP. But that's lame. I know, super lame. They yeah. hate they hate the thing so much. Breeze, like Breeze, the thing about Breeze is like he got all the stats, you know. Mm-hmm. That's Breeze crazy. never. He's like, he's, the one he's time got all those stats a, with no MVP. That's crazy. Yep. I hate the Saints, man. I'm trying to tell you, they they have something against the Saints. I don't know what it is. They put down Drew. They put down Michael Thomas. They put down Drew Brees. They put down Cameron Jordan. Like I'd never seen nothing like this in my entire life. Like uh, our linebacker, um, Demario Davis, never made a Pro Bowl when he every year he lead a team in tackles, like over one hundred tackles a game. Me a year. He made a Pro Bowl. No, that's crazy. No, he made he one. Did. No, I, I promise you, I don't think he made not one Pro Bowl with the Saints, man. Y'all can fact check me on that. 
Well, I'm pretty sure he hasn't. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Yeah, he did in 2019. He was an All-Pro. Yeah, that's an All-Pro, but it's not a Pro Bowl. And it's just selected the Pro Bowl. But he did he's make it in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he made it. Like, one night. it was like him, Kamara, Drew, Michael Thomas, Cam. He must have been late signing. You know how you know how somebody drop out. I'm pretty sure like that dude never got a Pro Bowl vote. I think he was though. He was a fill in. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy if he was a fill in because he was first team All Pro. Mm-hmm. You know that happens sometimes. Didn't that happen to another guy? He was All Pro, but he didn't make the Pro Bowl. I think it was this year. Yeah, I can't remember I know. who it is. Bill fans, help us out in some in the comments. If y'all know that, if y'all know the answer to that, cause I can't remember who it was. He was a, he was an All Pro Bowl. Wasn't Ramp? No, it wasn't Ramp Chase. Well, does that happen? Does that happen a lot though? That is rare. It's rare. I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody from this year, I believe. They was an All Pro, but they didn't make the Pro Bowl. No, it couldn't been a receiver. He he was like a um he was he wasn't a superstar he was like just a like he not a household name I think that's what it is I can't remember who it is but said, I believe it was a receiver if I'm not mistaken I'm looking some of them up it said Jason Kel- Jason Kelsey the center for the Eagles was first team All Pro in 17 and 18 but didn't make the Pro Bowl either year. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. I know it's been a couple guys that have been like that. In 2012, Richard Sherman was first team All Pro, but didn't make the Pro Bowl. That's weird. They need to uh, start letting fans vote. They need to just let the writers vote. Like, the fans should make up 30% of the voting. And players should make up, uh, we'll say about sixty percent of the voting, and let the rest. No, I say thirty percent for the fans, thirty percent for the riders, then the rest uh, for the players. What y'all think about that? Yeah, the players know know who's good. The players know who's who. I mean, the players, they're, they're definitely, like, the ones that know the most. Like, yeah. I think it's like the players should vote on MVP. Well, I don't know. They'd be kind of biased towards their own teammates. <laughs> they're going to vote for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd be mad if I had a killer season and I learned that Tyler voted for uh, another guy and not me. I'd be hot. <laughs> 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 like we teammate, how you not vote for me, man? I'm sorry, bro. You just had a better season, man. Better season. That fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> you always pick your homeboy side. <laughs> you got to, bro. You got to. But um, you know the Tebow. You know the Tebow manual. I'm glad we missed. I ain't really want to talk about Tebow and all that type of stuff. 
you know, that happened like two weeks ago. You know, he's been signed and all that drum by him and Kaepernick and all that type of stuff. And, you know, just thinking about it now, how will Tebow fit in with the Jags? What do you think their plan is for him? I don't know. I've never seen him play tight end. I don't know. Like a, like a Taysom Hill type thing, bro. Yeah, you know That's they got the missed that tight end. Exactly. Like, huh? I was saying, like, like, like you were saying, they got missed that tight end, but I don't see him just being a tight end. Uh-huh. He's going to be a Taysom Hill. Yeah, I can see him coming in like goal line running in or something. Or like the Wildcat or something, you know. Yeah, they like Taysom Hill. Yeah, they got to listen as a tight end, but he's going to basically have a uh, Taysom Hill package. I mean, Urban Meyer knows how to use him better than anybody, so he'll mm-hmm. figure it out. I don't think yeah, they're going to be in the That Florida Gator offense? Yeah. I don't think he was such a cold in college, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The Jazz still going to lose about. 15 games, so I don't know how much it's going to be. Golly. Jeez. I don't know how much a difference it's going to really make, you know. Hey, it's still a Jags receivers. Huh? It's still a ticket. Say that again? Yo. Who are the who are the receivers on the Jays? DJ Chalk. Um, what's that dude? Uh, Lavisca Sonault. Yeah, Sonault. Um, they lost that other guy. I can't remember his name. Huh. He was a smaller guy. Um, Keenan, they like they lost Keelan Cole. I don't know. No, no, two receivers. I, I can just think of the top of my head. Oh, they on oh, Conley. They got Conley. I forgot about him. Yeah, they, I still don't have them. I gotta look at the schedule. Like, I not. I was just no picking on they. They probably win more than two games, but uh, I gotta look at uh, not, the schedule. Not too much more. Yeah, hey, I gotta look at the schedule. And I, I can come up with, uh, with a prediction after I look at the schedule. I usually do a prediction before the season of uh, teams uh teams record. Um, if Deshaun don't play, that's two dubs right there. <laughs> Who is y'all quarterback? I guess Tyrod. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't do that. Tyrod solid, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> he really he really ain't that bad. He'll he'll probably win a couple games. Maybe. <laughs> He's a solid. He really ain't that bad. He's a solid number two. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, he is like he's an elite backup. Like he's like. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a Bridgewater. He's, like he's not gonna win you a Super Bowl, but he can he can win you a few games. Yeah, he'll win you a few games. Uh, he'll he'll hold him off to the quarterback comeback. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, Let's go and get into NBA because uh, a lot of playoff games uh, was yesterday. Um, there's some going on right now. I got the uh, Grizzlies and the Jazz on the background. Kind of keep my eye on that game. 
Dustin, what's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. I'm I'm doing great. How y'all guys doing? <laughs> we know why you're doing great. <laughs> oh man, that's good to hear. I'm glad you're feeling good, bringing them positive vibes. Uh, we're going to turn the negative vibes real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, no. Uh, so, we're getting to games uh, from yesterday. Let's start off with the um, uh, Wizards and... No, I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh, Celtics and Nets. I see why the Celtics barely made to the playoffs. Oh, it's because of Tristan right. Thompson. <laughs> oh, easy curse. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's an easy one right there. And Jalen Brown's hurt. Yeah. They they have... Have... Oh, okay. Okay. How they were Jalen Brown. Brown. They still have been losing though. Yeah, they been had they had a tough season this season. They had. I, I mean, people had them, you know, especially after Kyrie left, uh, had them, you know, at least being a top three team in the East. But they hadn't panned out, or at least this season they didn't pan out. Yeah, it's going to be Kimba's last year for the Celtics, I think. Excellent. I know why they struggled this season. Why? I think they have a leadership problem. A vet problem. Well, that's I what like. they brought uh, Kimba Walker in for. But you can't, you can't talk no talk if you ain't bringing it. Hey, they playing bad yourself. You can't Paul. really lead, huh? They got Chris Paul. They'd be, that'd probably be nice. Yeah, now nah, Chris Paul would turn to another <laughs> level. They don't have a true leader. I, I feel like Tatum is too passive. Brown. He's a little bit my, a little more outgoing than Tatum, but he's not the one that you know he gonna hold you accountable. Brown's more like I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I need to do. You no, know, y'all need y'all need y'all just do y'all thing. I'm gonna do what I need to do. He had I feel like he had that type of mentality where uh, he gonna bring it. He, he gonna bring his game, but he's just not gonna just require you to come out. And you know, do what you're supposed to do. While watching the game versus Nets, they made they were taking some horrible shots, horrible passing, rebounding was bad, lack of energy, just lack of awareness, lack of everything. And you know, Tatum got poking in the eye, and that was a route when Tatum you know went out with the eye injury. You know, it was just no leadership on that floor. No accountability. They missing accountability. Nobody not holding them accountable for their play. I'm not like that. They, they they need they need some they need some real vets and they need a, a true leader. Because a lot of people don't like Brad Stevens. Hmm. I've been hearing people say stuff about Brad Stevens because like I heard Kendrick Perkins go off on Brad Stevens because they were talking to him about the Nets. And Brad Stevens basically said, I don't think we can play with them. I'm, I'm thinking, you're about to go to war in a playoff series with them. Like, that's not what your players want to hear. Yeah, yeah he, was right? saying, he was saying to the common fan, um, to the common fan, it'll, uh, it'll look like we don't have a chance. 
And basically, we'd have to do something really, really special and amazing to actually uh, beat this Brooklyn team. That was what he said? Yeah. He didn't lie, but I don't like that either. I know, it's not a lie, but come on, bro. Like, boost my head up or something. He's not a leader either, don't seem like. But uh, apparently, apparently the um, the Celtics front office said they're not getting rid of him this year. They need to. Because like I'm saying they lacking energy. They lacking leadership. And he doesn't bring that. And you can't he's win. Coming, he coming off of, of like he coached college kids, so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. These NBA guys now. They need momentum. They getting, they getting paid more than you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's somebody y'all think they could pick up to change the culture? Who? They would think need a, a good fit. They would need a some somebody like a Doc Rivers or something like that. What yeah. about like a what about like a like a player though? I mean, what's there right now is uh, probably going to be available this year. I mean, somebody replaced Kimba, probably, like a, like a point guard. Uh, nobody, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, can see, I mean, I feel like Chris Paul is going to stay with the Suns. Um, How y'all feel about Westbrook? What about Kyle no. Lowry? Ooh, Kyle Lowry? No. Kyle Lowry may may be good, but Westbrook he he just make things worse. I don't see Kyle <laughs> Kyle Lowry making them better. He's a leader though. He'll make them better. I actually like that a lot. Over the, I don't think he get them over the hump. Yeah, I don't think they take him. I mm. think they'd be better though. Yeah, they'd be better. <laughs> they'd be like the fifth seed, but they still be. They'll see. I think they're still be making like. Mistakes when you shouldn't be making mistakes. You like simple the mistakes. Celtics, they messed up when they didn't trade for James, bro. So did the Heat. The Heat wouldn't trade Tyler Hero. Now the Heat, the Heat really messed up. Yeah. I don't know. Celtics, man, they they really shot themselves. They were playing a they were playing a uh, game one. They played a good game, but game two they just looked lackadaisical. Like they didn't care. We just out here, no energy. Back I mean, this point they just want to go home. They they out there yeah. like we ain't gonna beat them anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coach said we ain't gonna beat them. Though. You know, let's right. just go. Let's just come out here and just just play around. And I, like I said, they just had another star, another another great role player. Then they they'll be better. They just got clean up simple mistakes. Then what? What coach you say? They got rocks in their head. You know, you gotta <laughs> get some rocks out. <laughs> gotta get some rocks out. So, but yeah, this so this series over. Uh, the Brooklyn they pulled you no know, hard. They pulled they did Harden in the fourth. I was gonna say they they may can try and bring Terry Rozier back. Now, 
That's the guy he got rid of. Yeah. Some, one of them guards from Charlotte going to have to leave down there in LaMelo. They got Devontae Graham, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if I was, was Boston, I'd try and get, I'd try and get Terry back. Yep. That's what the Clippers need. They're going to have to pay him, though. They're going to have to pay him. Like, there's no way Charlotte's going to take Kimba back. No, the Clippers need. Now, nah, oh, the Clippers. Now, nah, what about the Clippers going to get Kimba Walker? He's I mean, Kimba is signed to, to Jordan Brand. And, you Kimba, know, it's Kimba like Rondo. a horrible G. You know what I'm saying? You know, the Celtics may be able to pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like uh, like you said, the the Nets and Celtics series is basically over. Uh, too much firepower, too much discipline, too much, uh, uh, you know, too many veterans. Joe Harris was cooking last night too. <laughs> when Joe Harris was knocking out on the side, like my goodness, <laughs> like y'all leaving the one of the best three point shooters open like that. Like, what kind of game plan do you have? Kyrie driven down lane, free free will. And you know, I feel like Celtics better off going zone than trying to trying to play them boys straight up. Cause it, it wasn't man to man wasn't sure not working. Cause they're leaving shooters. They're leaving shooters open. Like straight open. Hey, I'd rather really get eight up in zone than just getting beat. You know, nah, being nah. beat in man is mentally. It's so it does something to your mental, you know, your nah, mental nah. status when you can't stop. Bro, you ever, you all ever been playing the team, bro, and they don't miss? Y'all playing the zone, bro? <laughs> oh my god! It's in the zone, you kind of like, well, yeah, you know. When you run that up. Like, at uh, at three and two zone. That's what I'm saying. Like the man, they can't match up. They just, they just, man, Blake Griffin with Duncan had a dunk this. He had like <laughs> three dunks in the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, that boy was catching lobs and yamming on him. Blake, Blake Griffin was good. Man. Blake Griffin's fitting in better than I thought he would. He's he's been good. Yeah, he's been real good. Blake Griffin, he man, he been uh hard. Him and Harden mesh really well together. I was surprised how they played watching that game. I was like, dude, they play really good people, together. Like, people are like Blake is just sorry though. Blake was never sorry. Mm-mm. Harden, he's just in pick and roll. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what they're doing. Him and uh Harden were playing like a pick and roll, and you know, just like uh Chris Paul and Blake Griffin used to do uh. Soon Harden drives, of course people collapse on him and Harden just lobbed it up. Kept lobbing it up for Blake. I mean, it was, like I said, I, I, I don't know how anybody's gonna beat them, man. They're crazy. Like even game one, like none of them even really played good and they still won by like a pretty good amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Bucks can beat them. They they match up very well and the and the Sixers. But more so the books. Yeah, most of the books. I think the Nets don't want to see them. I, I feel like the books can cause a lot of problems. Looks like, bro, think of Giannis, Drew, and PJ Tucker. Yeah, they they long. Yeah, they, they long. Yeah. Is the uh, 
what's his name? The point guard for the Bucks. He, I mean, he's six seven. So they got a, they got a real long team, which would yeah, and Chris, you know, yeah, Chris Middleton uh, yeah. like six eight Yeah, so uh, and he had a game winner the other day too. So I mean, I think the Bucks would probably be their toughest matchup. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, we stay, we spend a lot of time on the Celtics, and next we move on to the uh, the game Dustin want to talk about. I know he want to talk about Mavericks <laughs> and Clippers. The Mavericks are won yesterday, one twenty seven to one twenty one. They two up on the Clippers. What what's happening here? We're, we're gonna what's get Professor Dustin. He gonna break it down for us. What's, what's happening here, <laughs> Professor? What's, what's happening is right now the Clippers regretting giving Kawhi and his uncle their private jet. <laughs> Whether it's a four-course sit-down dinner or a line starts in the kitchen buffet, there's one thing you'll find at the center of it all. Swift Meats. Fresh, tender roast beef, succulent pork chops, mouth-watering steaks. For more than 160 years, Swift Pork and Beef delivers the flavor that brings everyone to the table. Discover new meal ideas at SwiftMeats.com. That's it, that's it huh? <laughs> that's it, that's right. That's summing it all up right there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm living. They, now that now they saying, you know, you know, uh, a lot of they, they, now now people really saying Kawhi for his true colors. I'm I'm, I'm loving it, but you know, the Clippers is it's so funny, man. They avoided the Lakers only to get possibly get swept by Dallas, and if they get swept by Dallas, man, I'm I'm gonna be rolling. I'm gonna be rolling on the laughing. But, this man, I mean, Luka, bro. Just, just put it together, man. They, I don't, I don't know, because both, both uh, Kawhi and Paul George actually had a good guy. I think Paul George had twenty eight, uh, Kawhi had forty one, but Luca, Luca just come. I mean, he he disrespectful with it too. Luka and I love disrespecting Pat Bell. Yeah, this quiet. This is the most quiet I've ever seen Pat Bell. But Luca is twenty two years boy. old, bro. Well, you said Luca like six seven. He is twenty two years. Bro. You got these are grown men. He's six seven. So is uh, I think Kawhi about six six, and neither one of them can do anything with Luca. And then it's bad. like, and 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 then and then and then Ty Lue, um, I, I think he's an overrated coach because oh, yeah. Luke is doing the same thing every single time he comes down to the floor almost. Whoever, whoever, if Paul George or Kawhi is on Luka, all Luka does is call, he calls over whoever Pat Bev is guarding. Once that happens, the switch happens, um, and then Luka, uh, and then Luka takes Pat Bev to the hole and just shoots over him. If the switch doesn't happen, and they decide to double team Luca. Then he just dishes it out to Tim Hardaway Jr. Shout um, out to Tim Hardaway Jr. Carry on the legacy. 
Yeah, because oh, he, he he knocking it down. He knocking those threes down. I mean, they would have kept Seth Curry. Oh, it, this this is would be. All right, this would get ugly. It, it would get ugly if they would kept Seth Curry. But uh, and Przingis, he's playing nice. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. Przingis is playing playing nice as well. And I mean, Luke is making it easy for him because now every time they double team Luke. Is, Luke is making the, the right pass, and then they break the Clippers' defense down, and it's a, it's an easy bucket. The problem for me with the Clippers is they have no bench, and they have no other scorers besides Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, and another thing, they, nice they, they just have a, a they horrible team. They they have they a horrible mix. Like Ty Lue and Paul George, they like we're not worried, you know. And they they act like they act like they're the Lakers or something. They, they entitled. Have to yeah, you know, and I, I don't see how. Uh, have they even been to a conference finals? I, I don't see how they they have this attitude of superiority to uh, to Dallas, especially. I mean. If Porzingis, if Porzingis was healthy last year, they more than likely would have gotten knocked out by Dallas last year. Yep. Yeah. This is brutal. That's what I think for Kawhi to win a championship, he has to have like a really good score beside him. Because like when he won it with the Raptors, he had Lowry, which I'm not saying he's elite, but Van Vliet was elite in the playoffs. Yeah. <sighs> He should have stayed there. That was a nice team, bro. He should have stayed with the rappers, yeah. man. I don't. That's why I don't understand that decision going to L.A. Yeah, sure, you get you got a nice uh, beach out there. You know, celebrities, the bright light, more money. I don't know. He wants to. He wants to be the king. He wants to be the king in that uh, in that drop top he was in with the with the crown. Hanging from the uh, <laughs> the rearview mirror. <laughs> what is this your king? <laughs> that, that's why nobody bought them ugly shoes. <laughs> oh my god! They heavy too. They feel awkward, man. New Balance. I'm coming on court with no New Balances on, bro. You better not. You, if he wasn't a diva, he he, he likely still be in Toronto. Oh um, man. I always but, feel like you know, Kawhi. I always feel like Kawhi wasn't just that offensive juggernaut in the first place. He, he I mean, wasn't, he, but when he went and, when he went and worked out with Kobe, he like he took his game to he took his offensive game to a different level for real. I know, but I don't just like consider him like an offensive prowess. I mean, you know, I, I get. I, I mean, I think it's hard if, if, if he's in a certain system, if he's in a certain yeah. system, he's going he's gonna to thrive. Like when he was in that system with the Spurs, especially before Duncan and Manu and Tony Bell, that was really the perfect system for him. Uh, and even in, in Toronto, that was a good system for him because it allowed him to ISO, gave him room to work. Um, but, more. Yeah, but this this system and, and it's like okay, I'm gonna pass you the ball 
and you got to score. Like, I don't think he, he – I mean, he he plays well, but I don't think that's his – that's going to give you the best version of Kawhi. Yeah. He's not like a pass. He's not really a passer. And right. the problem is you can collapse. with Against this Clipper team, they don't have great shooters. So Kawhi, his his game is mid, you know, mid to short. He likes to get near the free throw line area, do his, you know, back downs or whatever. Uh, he likes to work that, you know, mid-range jump shot. If everybody collapses in the center of the floor because you have Patrick Beverly on the perimeter, who only scored three points last night, okay, then you got Morris, he only scored nine. Then, of course, you probably those going to get his. I mean, if you don't have no shooters around you, then we ain't worrying about, you know, the perimeter. We just making sure you ain't getting to your spots, which is on the, you know, the, um, the inside lanes. So he put up 40 points, 41 points last night. Remember, he had 30 points in the, in the first half. Mm-hmm. He disappeared in the second half. He only had 11. For the second somebody, time in a row. And somebody please tell Kalu why in the world is Pat Bear starting over Rondo? It don't make no sense. He's a, Rondo right now is a better shooter than Beverly. And a Rondo's better passer. A better, player. better player, yeah, exactly. A better floor general. Like, did, did Kalu not watch the playoffs last season? I don't know what he's thinking. You got to use the experience to your advantage. That's why I never liked Tyronn Lue. Never liked him. Doc Rivers was just a scapegoat. Yeah, who they blaming now? Who they gonna? Who they gonna, Who Paul George gonna throw in the blood now? Well, that's the problem with pandemic P. You know, he done, He never takes personal responsibility. He always has to make oh. up in his. Just like when Dame literally hit that shot in his face. Oh, it was a bad shot. Uh bro, you just got cooked, bro. That's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, like, on up to you, like, man, dang, he putting that work. And Paul George is, is coming off as a, you no, know, as as a prick, really. He 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 used to be a fan favorite. Now people, like, really can't really stand him. I mean, he kind of did that. He never take the accountability, like. You know, I, I feel like he did to himself because he, he gave yeah. it, he gave it. He gave himself the name Playoff P, and I mean, since then, you know, I I haven't seen Playoff P. I haven't seen him since the Pacers. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he need to go back to Indiana. Oh, uh, Georgia they don't they don't fit good together. I don't. I thought when Paul when uh, Paul Jones went to the Clippers, I thought they'll be. I thought they were going to be a great tandem. Man, Kawhi should feel dumb for the way he. I ain't mad at him for not going to play with Brown, but the way he did all that, bro, it was really lame. You you really think so? Yeah, because he never like he he knew he was going to the Clippers, bro. He been Brown was trying to recruit him, and he was kind of playing both sides. Oh yeah, he he was drawing it out when he already knew where he was going. Yeah. But told you, as soon as Rocket took over managing, y'all went downhill from there. He he went from 
the guy who drove the Ford, the 1997 Ford Taurus, who ate a wing stop for free, <laughs> the being late for team practices because you want to fly from San Diego on this private plane. Well, guess what? He better have more time to fly on his private jet. <laughs> he can go travel the world now, guy. He, they, what the? I just think about this. If they get swept, what does that do to Kawhi legacy? And what does it do to Paul George legacy? Oh, I think Paul they're going you know NBA let anybody into the Hall of Fame. If if Paul George gets swept, man, he can kiss that goodbye. I, I mean, I think it would. I think he still get in. He probably be like a Chris Webber, where it take him a really long a time. Years. It mm-hmm. take a it take a really weak. It take a weak class. Class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for him to get in. Um, Kawhi, though, I think Kawhi already got a solid legacy. Uh, it wouldn't hurt Kawhi's legacy as much as it would Paul George. Because Kawhi's got, you know, he's got his two final MVPs and, you know, two championships. Well, I'll um, think about it like this. You know, they were saying Kawhi's the best, NBA, the best basketball player in the league. You know, you know, he was in that discussion. Now, if he gets what, I don't think we can ever have that discussion ever again. No, I agree. That's what I'm thinking about. You know, people hearing like, "Yeah, Kawhi, the best basketball player in the NBA. He's better than LeBron." You know, you know, they weren't really talking about KD, but they're having they're pegging him the best basketball player in the, in the NBA. If he gets swept, man, you can never bring up his name ever again in in the conversation of you know one of the true best basketball players ever to play a game. No, What you were saying? So y'all really think they're gonna get swept? They oh, they'll get two at least. I know. I I think they may get swept. Uh, if, if they may get one, but just hearing them talk at the at the post game press conference, it, it didn't sound like to me they were their their mental mental state was good enough because. Again, like nobody took responsibility. They don't. They said themselves they don't feel a sense of urgency. They're not worried, um, and they they should be worried. I, I don't see why you wouldn't be worried. Um, no one really has taken responsibility and said we need to adjust this or or do that. Um, they never really acknowledged the fact that. Like Luca killing y'all, killing all y'all. Like, they need to now acknowledge that. Talking, they need to acknowledge that. And he's talking, and he is. I mean, Luca doesn't. And he's he's out there laughing at him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know, he did. I, I mean, he did a good day from the timeline and started laughing. I was like, yeah, he's different. Yeah, as a basketball player, I would take that person. That's what like, I was thinking. Dude, I was like. And then he talking noise. Oh, I'm finna. I'm I'm about to try and lock down for real. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that personally. No bump locking down. He about to hit this floor really hard. <laughs> but look at his thing too, bro. <laughs> so we know how play, we know how you play, man. He about to catch money hard foul. I take a flagrant one. I go ahead and take yeah. that one. I got yeah, one. Do be making beats on the court. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll say one more. Don't worry about that. But, man, y'all kind of look like he in the playground. Now, y'all letting this dude make y'all look silly. And he, like Todd was saying, this dude like 25 or whatever. No, he's 22. He, he made 22, and he making y'all look old. Like, yeah, he can barely drink, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he just started drinking this what this year. <laughs> like he he just he making fools of y'all gameplay. He, he y'all can't come up with a simple game plan to stop him. Patrick Beverly, when Patrick Beverly start talking, you know <laughs> you know you getting killed. <laughs> bro, yes, bro. When somebody when you, when trash talker shits up, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, that's it's a wrap. Might be because if Pat Bev ain't talking, it's over. Yeah, trust me, I'm a trash talker. When I, when y'all when somebody shut me up, yeah, you you got me this game. You got me this round. I don't have nothing else to say. Cause you you doing me in. I don't. Have, I don't. There's nothing to say that can change the fact that you doing me in. So they they have to I don't know. To me, I, I feel like they they can't like I said, they might steal a game, maybe two. But this scoring man, they should add some shooters. I'm sorry. I don't like this roster. It's the it's a defensive roster. I think I just bro, I think it's the mentality like Dustin said, like nobody got accountability. They crown themselves something and they ain't they haven't earned anything. I do. Y'all think y'all are? Yeah, I'm, they feel like they already won. Crazy. But I never understood this. Why do players think having not having a sense of urgency is a not having a sense of urgency is a is a bad thing? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with saying, "Yeah, it, we have a sense of urgency. We we got to do something about this." Look, I mean, they want so, I mean, like, like weak, or they want like they vulnerable. With the oh, with no. the Clippers ego, I don't think they, especially after what they did. Mm-hmm. Boy, the Lakers, they they don't want to, you know, be real with themselves and be like, man, we in trouble. Everybody kind of know, like when they when they go into sleep at night, they like, man, we in trouble. <laughs> yeah, how mm-hmm. can you sleep? I could if that was me, I wouldn't be able to sleep, man. Like I'll be in the war gym shooting around. I I wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that I'm down two 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 games to a team that I shouldn't be down two games to. That bugged the mess out of me. And I always tell them, yeah. like, yeah, I don't, uh we 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 own our P's and Q's around here. We have a sense of urgency that we need to get this job done. Like they they playing better basketball than us right now and we, we need to fix that. Like, what's wrong with saying that they're acknowledging that that we 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 seeing flaws in our team and we need to correct those flaws that we need to come out and be more aggressive, be more energized. Right. That's why like, you know, when they asked Kobe, they asked Kobe something. They were up like three zero. He was like, Yeah, they, they kicking like, out. So he, he said they kicking yeah, out. He, he said, yeah. Just straight up say he'll let them know, like, yeah, we getting out, we getting out play in every way, and we need to come out and do better. That's and him saying that is saying, yeah, we gotta come out with a sense of urgency. We gotta come out on fire. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just 
people, like you said, people egos again in a way. Uh, I mean, even when even when Kobe was leading in the series, you know, there was that one interview. Like Kobe, you don't seem happy. Like you would. He's like, job not done. Yeah. I got to be happy. Job not done, and it, it's saying like you know everybody want to be Kobe, but not everybody you know want to be Kobe. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they they want to be Kobe, but they don't want the but they don't want the responsibility. Right, that's a tall glass order right there. It's a tall order. If you want to be Kobe, you want to be great. If you want to be Jordan, or I don't say LeBron. If you want to be LeBron, yeah. ah, but you know you get you gotta come out there and uh, do your thing, man. You gotta you gotta be you gotta you gotta be real to yourself, and that's why I say about uh, about LeBron, he'd be real. He'll be real about teammates all day long. No, he'll throw him on his bus. He'll say, like, yeah, he's sucking right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I do like I do like what he did though last night with KCP. He was telling them he wanted him to shoot. Mm-hmm. I like how yeah, he, he did that. Tell him, he, tell him to shoot. he was bringing all last night. He should told him to stop shooting. No, he told him to keep shooting because he was yeah, wide open. Oh, yeah, that's that bad advice. He was playing hard. <laughs> I told him focus on what you do. Play defense. He was playing. He was playing really good defense last night on D book. I told him like he was. He was. You know, I want to tell him keep shooting. I'm like, bro, you're not feeling it tonight. You know, put all your energy now on something you're doing really well in this game. That's playing defense. And that's, really? that's why I used to do it. If I having bad shooting nights, man, I put. I let Dustin do his thing because Dustin's gonna score. And I put all my energy on defense. I like I'm not I'm not I'm not doing it well on offensively. So let me Man, let me you know if you got an open jumper, you take it. I don't care if you offer three offer for five from the field. He said that he said that because you you remember on that play, um, that when the shot clock ran out, they they kept you know it was like one too many passes. Like I think KCP passed it off to Marcus All. Mm-hmm. And Mark Saul passed it up, and then the shot clock ended up running out. So I, I think that's why you, you know, Tell the saying shit, yeah. get a shot and, you know, not get a shot at all. But, I mean, L.A. finished that game well. I think Chris Paul being out played a big part in that. I feel bad for Chris Paul. It seems like every playoff series where he actually has a chance to get over that hunt, mm-hmm. he gets hurt. They need him last night, even though um, the uh, backup point guard was playing. Oh, hold on. Uh, again, I got something to say about that backup point guard. The Lakers did, this, if y'all didn't watch the game yesterday, Lakers won 109 to 102 over the Suns, series tied 101. All right, and uh, let's get back to uh, Chris Paul. Uh, I felt like a healthy Chris Paul, they were probably up 2-0 right now. They was in the yeah. game. Uh, what you say, T- Tyler? So you think that the Suns would be up 2-0 with the healthy Chris Paul? Yes, most definitely. Hmm. They, uh, still I agree. The, they was they was in the game. The Suns, they you no, know, they went down 15. Sometimes they went by 12, but they kept falling, falling out the hole. And uh, what killed the Suns was the backup backup point guard play. Turnovers. D book for some reason he decided not to shoot in the first half. He like he was trying to 
facilitate too much, which was leading into turnovers. And they had a lot of turnovers in the uh, first and second quarter. Uh, D-Book had, uh, he had four turnovers, but it was like really bad turnovers in the paint. When you when you in the paint area, you, that shot need to go up. You need to, I feel like he should put them shots up. He was too close to the, to the rim not to shoot them balls. But he was trying to dip them, uh, dish them out to Aiden or to uh, Bridges. And they would just they just kept getting intercepted. And uh but that, Nah, go ahead, man. And uh that just led to a lot of fast breaks for the Lakers. They got a lot of easy points uh down the other end off these turnovers. And um another thing that hurt them was the the banging of the boards. I feel like not enough of them were banging the boards and they were getting out rebound. I think uh Drummond had five offensive rebounds in the uh, first first half of the uh, game, and uh, the Lakers just killing them on the boards. The Lakers and, don't uh, kill everybody on the boards, though. Yeah, Drummond had double-double. He had 10 rebounds. I think he had 10 rebounds in the third quarter. Somewhere in the third quarter, I think he had 10 rebounds. Uh, he finished with 12 rebounds. And uh, what well, 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 other thing that hurt the Suns, like – the other thing that hurt the Suns was um, um, Crowder. He got in foul trouble real early. So they, they had to throw in Sororic. And oh, he's he was horrible. Like, he's a liability on both ends. Like, uh, he shouldn't. Him and Curtis Payne should be in the G League right now. I know oh Cameron God. Payne. Cameron <laughs> Payne just came back from the G League. And his sins tell right back down to the G League. Man, he dropped like seventeen. Man, what you talking about? And they, were all off on, they were all off on uh, uh, drives. He can't shoot to save his life. He was playing well, man. You know yeah, what he, he did? He, he made dumb fouls. He, I think he fouled. What's he calling a three point shot? I can't remember. Man, he shoot, man he's shooting forty four percent from three for the year. I don't know about this series. I'm watching him shoot this ball. I'm like, what? It was like boring, like bad boy. It was bad bricks. Well, for the for I mean, the, he got for the, for the really excited. He was six for fifteen from the field. He got a little. He got a little excited towards the end because he, he started hitting shots. But that's that's when. But that's when they missed Chris Paul because mm-hmm. it was Cameron Payne's three that tied up the game. For game number one point nine, I think it, I think Jay Crowder's three tied the game, and then yeah, Haynes uh, three gave him the lead uh, up one, and that was actually when I thought uh, Monty was going to put Chris Paul back in the game. That that would have been the moment to. I, I think if he would have put Chris Paul back in the game at that moment, I think they would have pulled it out. But it, it they just didn't after that. It looked like they got really excited. They didn't have any order. Um, I, I kind of was disappointed in, in B book because aggressive. It, it wasn't, and you know, I, I think if B book wants to emerge as a superstar, especially with Chris Paul being off the floor in those moments, he should have been like, everybody just need to get get the hell out the way. I got this. And, and, and put the team on his back, but he didn't do that. And while on the other side, LeBron hit some really big tough shots. He did. 
to uh, to to get the Lakers to pull ahead and you know so the AD. I was feeling like D book who just you know really took that game over, but he he didn't he kind of deferred. He he did mm-hmm. get draw some good fouls toward the end, but uh. They they just didn't look like they had any order. It looked like they was just it was almost like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end, I think when like, crowd I, went out. But it, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think that's where they miss Chris Paul is uh mm-hmm. when when it kind of everything gets crazy because Chris Paul helps get D book a lot of good shots. Yeah, he sum up really well. Yeah, he, 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 he doesn't do that. <laughs> and a good backup, man. He, he a solid yeah, he's backup. a good backup dancer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's why, yeah, that's why he was doing all the dancing with Westbrook, because he knew his role. <laughs> man, Payne, man, he's been solid. He's had a solid year. Yeah, a solid year. He, he definitely not a starting point guard, but he, he's He's a good backup. They gained him way too many minutes. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. That 32 minutes? Chris Paul only played like, what, 16 or 17 or something like that? He played. Chris Paul played 22 minutes. Yeah. He he didn't have a choice. They got, I know, but 32 minutes too much for pain. It's just too much. Chris Paul was hurting. I know. I'm just saying. That's why they, if they were Chris Paul healthy, they'd be up too old. But now they got to rely on pain. LeBron knew what he was doing. Took out the facilitator. It's amazing how LeBron always go against the teams and the best player or the second best player always get hurt. No what, man? Chris Paul, man, he already, he, he already broke my heart. So, I'm saying, <laughs> how it feels now. <laughs> Gatwood said, I, I know this story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gatwood had flashbacks like, hold up. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But for man, real, Todd. How you think I feel? That's my favorite player. <laughs> Dude, Chris Paul, he oh, just got. Oh, Chris Paul. Somebody put a voodoo spell on something. Yeah, I, I, I really that that year they were playing Golden State. I, I thought Golden State was going home. Yeah, Chris Paul even hurt. We're up three two. Chris Paul, bro. That was just bad luck, though. To be honest, when him and LeBron uh uh got into it, that was just that was just bad luck. How he hurt his shoulder. I mean, who would who would have thought something like that would happen? In the first game, right. uh, they say it's a contusion, like a stinger. That might last for a week. I had a stinger once, but mine lasted for a couple of days. It was gone. So he might be better game three. They put like ice on him. You know, they, you know, he getting the best. You know, uh, doctors working on him and uh, athletic trainers. He might be better at game three. And like I said, the Lakers, they did a lot of good things, but they did they they also uh, slowed down the tempo too much, in my opinion. 
I feel like they took the foot off the pedal, and uh, they allowed the the uh, the Suns to get back into it. And if the, if Crowder would never got in foul trouble, I think the game probably would, it probably came down to the last shot, in my opinion. Cause like I said, uh, Sarek, he's a liability on offense and defense. Uh, he made a lot of stupid fouls, and I feel like uh, if that, if that Booker would went at uh, AD when he had two fouls, I think they would change the whole game. But he didn't. He shelled, I think he showed on jump shot like a bad shot. So I think uh, he still anyway. got a little growing to do. But this Suns man, they gotta. They got to clean up. They got to clean up the turn. If they clean up the turnovers and clean up the boards, I think they can hand. I think they can win this series. And uh, right now, we can go over the scores from today. So we'll be up to date. Uh, Seventy Sisters beat the Wizards one hundred two to ninety five. The Seventy Sisters are up two zero on the Wizards. The Knicks pull out a win uh, in New York. Score was one hundred and one to ninety two over the Hawks, and the Grizzlies and the Grizzly and the Jazz are playing right now. The Jazz are winning fifty seven to forty two. It seems like the Jazz are back. Well, they got Donovan Mitchell back, so mm-hmm. hey. I think the Jazz gonna win. Series. I got the game going on in the background, and he's balling, straight up balling. And Joe Joe Ingles are, you know, he and his shot, so. And uh, I think the Memphis, uh, I think they just stole one from the, the Jazz, and Jazz should take this series, this series pretty easily. All right, man. So that's about all I have. Y'all, y'all have anything y'all want to talk about? Yeah, I, I just want to take this moment uh, and call you out. I, I feel like you need, you owe someone an apology because of how you uh, talked about them uh, back when we were in high school. Along with uh, Smush Parker. Uh, who who are we talking about here? Who who need to do an apology? I think it's, it's somebody by you may remember him. He, his, his name was Kawame Brown. I think oh. you may. Uh, <laughs> I think you owe him an apology. You know, cause you, you used to no, do he, a lot of uh, he, out him, uh, Smush Parker uh, back in the day. And, uh, I, I think. You, you owe him an apology. <laughs> he don't need an apology. He needs. He just needs a therapist. That's what, he'll need an apology. No, you need to apologize to Chris Bosh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, see, uh, look, y'all just couldn't let me make you off this pod. Y'all just couldn't let me make you, huh? But, all right. Congratulations, Chris Bosh, from uh, making the Hall of Fame. You the last one voted in. Uh, <laughs> you the wow. last one. You were first ballot, but you the last person on the ballot. So that's crazy. <laughs> he thought we forgot. Man, get out of here. The great you know, Chris Boss. They let anybody in, Chris Boss, but you still should feel honored. How you go? All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a it's a club for everybody, so 
Yeah, really. Tim Tim Hardaway been been retired for what almost twenty years now, and and he didn't even make first ballot. He man, when went, you make the Jordan Michael Jordan documentary, was he not in the locker room with MJ in the All Star game? No. Oh, so okay, you what you saying? So you the, the, reason, the only reason the Hall of Fame is because he he was on the Michael Jordan documentary. Uh, he was great, and then if Michael Jordan talked to you about Kobe, come on now. Bro, how did Tony Kukos get in? Huh? How did Tony Kukos get in? Yeah, that's crazy. It was probably was for his international play. Because you remember, and when you oh, go into the Hall of Fame, they consider your whole your whole professional, well, your whole college plus your professional career. And, you know, Tony oh. Kukos, he was balling in Europe. Yeah, like he, he was by far the best player in year when, you know, he eventually went to the NBA. So I'm I'm guessing that had something to do with it. Oh, I'm not mad at that, Dan. Well, I can't let anybody in. Well, he, he, I mean, now I will say, I will say that that guy from Toronto, that fan that they let in, I, I say that's going a little bit too far. Yeah, How exactly. did he get in before, like, Spike Lee? I mean, exactly. That's going too far. NBA, NBA Hall of Fame is equal to the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. wow bro. Wait, they actually have that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep, they actually have, have that. The wrestling, what's the worldwide wrestling uh, entertainment it used to be federation back in the day, but that's the NBA is equal to that, and I kind of like the WWE Hall of Fame more. <laughs> like, I well, I think you got to man, you got to at least play play ball or be a coach or something to get into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. You can't for going to the games. Like, how about this? Why not create a session, and another session uh, opposite the NBA Hall of Fame? We call it the Fan Hall of Fame, and put in the fans, or put in uh, like, well, I, like I have their own somebody session. like, uh, like Spike Lee, or what's the dude? They went to the Lakers games all the time. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, or him. But outside of them two, I can't really see any other fans. Yeah, make a Fan Hall of Fame. Now that would be cool. <laughs> You know? That's still dumb, man. Like, <laughs> how does this dude get in the Hall of Fame, man? He just cheered on his team. But but he, all right, this is how I think it's important to recognize. We are voices of fans, guys. Like, how y'all not be on board <laughs> with this? Like, come on. All right. I'm okay. According think- to this, I, I'm on, I want my Hall of Fame spot because I've been a Spurs fan <laughs> I want my Hall of Fame fly too. Yeah, you 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 did something Kawhi every chance you get. You about you about that life. You about that Spurs life. Oh yeah, I want my Hall of Fame fly too. Yeah, I think I deserve one too, especially for the Saints Nation. You know, I've been a Saints fan since I was like three oh years old. God. You know, I've been through bags. If you've been a Saints, if you've been a Saints fan since the bags, bro, you need to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I've been a Saints fan since the bags, bro. I need to be in for all my pain and suffering. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, go ahead, go ahead, and write in your letters and send them to your organizations of choice. And see what come back. <laughs> well, I don't even want to be in the Texans Hall of Fame. No, Deshaun Watson not gonna be in the Hall of Texans Hall of Fame. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to oh, say it's man. gonna be an honor. It, well, yeah, I was about to say it's gonna be an honor for you, Gatwood. And I realized, like, yeah, that boy, he probably will be in there. He 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 probably done for. Come on. But best of luck to you know everything going on with him though. But it it yeah. is what it is. All right, guys. So let's go end this show. Uh, y'all can catch out catch all our social media pages. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. So like and subscribe, share with family and friends, get the word out. You know, y'all are biggest supporters, and uh, we thank y'all for you know listening to our show and tuning in and voting in on polls. Like I said, we still trying to make this show better. So we also take donations. Uh, you can go to uh, Swiss Legacy page. I'm gonna also put up the donation page on our uh, VOL Instagram. So anything will help to make this program better. And you know, cause all this stuff we buy is just straight out of our own pocket. You know, so we just try to make the bet the podcast as best as possible. And we're gonna open up a merch store. We create merchandise soon. Uh, so y'all look 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 forward to that. And uh, we gonna we and we thinking about doing a uh, fans football league. So if y'all want to play against, you know, me and Gatwood and some fans football league, I'm gonna do prizes, you know, for first, second, and third. So come join us and have a good time. And we out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast, brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC.